Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CAF America Radio Network, a production of the Charities Aid Foundation of America. As the leader in global giving, CAF America offers more than 20 years of experience and expertise to corporations, foundations, and individuals who wish to give internationally and with enhanced due diligence in the United States. Through its industry-leading grant management programs and philanthropic advisory services, CAF America helps donors amplify their impact. This show is dedicated to these donors and the charities they support. CAF America is uniquely positioned to serve as the bridge between these important partners and transforms vision into meaningful action. Guests on the CAF America Radio Network are leaders in their field who share tips for success and stories that inspire. Our host is Ted Hart, the CEO of the Charities Aid Foundation of America. This is a live call-in show. Add your voice by calling 914-338-0855. After the show, you can find all of our podcasts at CAFAmerica.org. Don't forget to dial 914-338-0855. Now, welcome the host of the CAF America Radio Network, Ted Hart. And welcome here to our latest edition of the CAF America Radio Network. Thank you for joining us in this post-Giving Tuesday show. All early indications are that this was the largest Giving Tuesday ever, and it is my pleasure uh, to have the opportunity to uh, discuss Giving Tuesday and the importance of philanthropy with Dr. Jacob Gale. Uh, Dr. Gale is the Vice President of Medtronic Philanthropy, leading the philanthropic and community affairs programs at Medtronic since he joined the company in August of 2011. Now, I'm sure you're aware that Medtronic is a global leader in medical technology focused on innovative solutions to fulfill its global mission, which is to alleviate pain, restore health, and extend life. The company's philanthropic efforts are impressive and are centered around leveraging its people, products, and programs to expand access to chronic disease care to underserved communities worldwide. Uh, CAF America is honored to be a partner uh, in the efforts that are led by Dr. Jacob Gale. And Dr. Gale, thank you for being my guest here on the CAF America Radio Network. Well, thanks so much for having me today. The uh, work that uh, that you do, as I, as I mentioned in the, the lead up here, is is very impressive. Also very important, um, and literally you have the opportunity uh, to change lives. You and your team are responsible for the strategy and the design of Medtronic's global philanthropy. What are the primary social issues that you focus your philanthropic efforts on? Thanks. Thanks very much, and it's it's an honor and a pleasure to have that um, opportunity to make a difference in the world in that regard. You know, when we look around the world and see the status of health and ultimately the status of healthcare, we we know that there are tremendous discrepancies and disparities on what individuals have um, available to them. You know, if you look in the United States, you can even by zip code or community predict how long a person may live. And sometimes almost next door to each other, it could be as different as seven to eight years in lifespan. That happens in almost every country around the world. And so what we see is that on one level, there are great opportunities and advancements. Um, you know, Thankfully, Medtronic has been a leader in some of those. But on the other hand, we also see that there is greater and greater disparity in health outcome, 
the access to the kind of care, prevention, care, treatment, maintaining healthy lifestyles. And that is what our philanthropy ultimately wants to do, is to reduce those disparities and increase equity in health care and ultimately health outcome. We have uh, seen the power of philanthropy and how very strategic approaches to the utilization of important philanthropic dollars can really make a difference. Uh, Medtronic was featured as a key partner of CAF America's Giving Tuesday campaign this year. I was wondering um, if you could share some of the main attributes and initiatives that make um, Medtronic's global philanthropy stand out, and I might ask you to do that in maybe a little bit of a professorial way uh, in that you're helping our listeners understand what you've learned, what works and what doesn't work, and what they might be able to learn from you. Well, as a former professor, I'm always glad to give the opportunity to wax professorial. You know, if, there, if I can just take permission this, <laughs> today. <laughs> if, if, if I if I can take just a moment, first of all, to make sure that folks understand that the philanthropy is coming from the company that did create the first pacemaker, um, that has been known for the um, highest level of standards in high level um, medical technology. And that is a mission-based company that for 60 years plus has been committed to alleviating pain, restoring health, and extending life, just as you had said earlier, Ted. Um, But what we often don't talk about is, is also our vision of Medtronic globally is to make sure that everybody's getting access to the kind of care that they need. And so because it's been a mission-based company from from its inception, the, the goal of equitable access has been just as an important part of the mission as actually um, using innovation in technology and solutions. So I think Medtronic has been engaged on the global policy levels you know, being a strong advocate for the World Health Organization's um, adoption a couple years ago of the um, unanimous goal of reducing unnecessary death um, due to non-communicable diseases like diabetes, like heart disease, like cancer, stroke, reducing those unnecessary deaths by at least 25% worldwide by the year 2025. And, And so what we've tried to do is to partner with governments with non-governmental organizations, with health providers, but even more importantly, with people, with people who themselves are living with these diseases, people whose experiences could help not only themselves but help others. And so we have tried to make sure that the voice of, for no better word, patient, the voice of patients be the voices that lead the way on this global action. Uh, so, so really we're focused on a patient-centered um, approach. We're focused on equity across all communities, cultures, all countries worldwide to ensure that we can prevent wherever possible um, the spread of these unnecessary um, causes of death and disability. But Ted, one last thing to say is that we also know that it is inevitable no matter what we do in our healthcare and our lifestyles, some people, because of genetics or because of environment that's out of their control, are going to develop these chronic and debilitating illnesses and diseases. And we want to make sure that if that is the case, they have the access to a full and productive life 
and manage those challenges, not as roadblocks, but as just one of the many issues in life that we have to contend with in order to make life as beautiful as possible. The goal that that, uh, you have set for yourself is no small matter to alleviate pain, restore health, and extend life. And as you're sharing with us today, uh, Professor Gale, uh, that it's uh, lots of data points and lots of lots of people and giving voice uh, to those who are receiving the care and receiving the uh, the assistance. Back in August 2011, you came into the leadership of this this uh, global philanthropic powerhouse, if you will, of Medtronic. Talk to us about the thinking that brought you to today, brought you to uh, being uh, the uh, focus of uh, one of our our, uh, uh, Giving Tuesday profiles, uh, and where the CAF America partnership with Medtronic fits within your overall uh, strategy that you've brought to this enterprise. Thanks. I think that there are there are two real important sides to what we do, and why CAF America has been an excellent partner for us on both. So, firstly, we talked about our our commitment to improving health and healthcare worldwide, and I think through our partnership with CAF America, we're able to partner with organizations anywhere from the global level to very local community level, partially because. Um, we're meeting new partners through CAF America. Um, And so we're being introduced to new key influencers and partners that we wouldn't have known before. Secondly, I think because we, as a U.S.-based philanthropy, are, are learning ways to be able to partner globally that would have been difficult for us to do by ourselves. And so our partnership with CAF America has really helped us greatly in extending our reach, our partnerships, and ultimately we expect Um, the results, the successes we're going to be able to help um, deliver. The other side that we didn't talk about and that is also a very critical part of our philanthropy strategy is building the next generation of change makers, of influencers, of of philanthropists. We have almost 90,000 employees around the world under the Medtronic mission. That doesn't even count our retired employees who are still committed to that same vision and are still actively pursuing it and um, and actually contributing to it. And so as we build what I love to call our personal Medtronic philanthropists around the world, they're able to contribute their own personal resources financially, their time, their efforts, um, their skills, their professional skills and knowledge, as well as just their 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 muscle and their and their power. And a lot of that we're able to do through our collaboration with CAF America. And so you really are a key partner with us on every angle of our primary strategies here at Medtronic Philanthropy. And that not only impacts Minnesota, where our operational headquarters is, not only the United States, but truly a global reach, a global network, and a global partnership. What I love about the way that that you have woven that story that you just shared with us is the mosaic that you've created of employees, the company, retirees, uh, those that you care for around these central, very important missions. And CAF America is honored to be part of that. And and as you're telling that story, it makes it so very clear why CAF America uh, is a good partner for your strategy, because I think we share a similar DNA. 
uh, in mm-hmm. that we approach things from a collaborative point of view. We approach things from um, a strategic philanthropic point of view of wanting to have impact, wanting to make a difference, um, and providing the infrastructure where that can be done as efficiently as possible because the the end game to everything that you do and the end game to everything that, that we do uh, is, of course, the philanthropy itself and the lives that are changed uh, through uh, through that uh, that philanthropy itself, your employee engagement, as you were just mentioning, and, and I, I gather uh, you mean that to uh, to also include uh, former employees as well. It's central to Medtronic philanthropy. What motivates a company to encourage that uh, sort of employee engagement? Because that that like other goals, you you have shown yourself obviously not to be someone who shrinks from uh, tall goals. Um, that kind of engagement is not something that just happens. It has to be fostered. Well, you're absolutely correct. And, and I can tell you that, you know, I think that this is reflected in what I'd love to talk about a little bit more a little later is our commitment to the sustainable development goals and in particular absolutely. how we can use our employee volunteerism to be able to make um, these goals realities. But, but before I talk about that, let me tell you a little bit about where where we come from. I mean, we were co-founded. We were founded by two co-founders that were very much community-based um, individuals. So, you know, Earl Bakken, who is our surviving um, co-founder, has always said that this was not about the individual. Um, clearly, not about the profit making. But this really was about giving back to communities worldwide and enabling people to live life to the best level possible. So early early in my time here, I got a call from Earl, and he was challenging us and saying, you know, he would like to know how we could help people who have benefited from medical technologies like Medtronic's medical technologies and others to understand that they have now been given extra life. You know, they have their pain that has now been relieved. They they are extending life. They are being able to live more than they ever anticipated. How do we help those individuals understand that that extra life is really not about themselves? It's not for their own vainglory, but that extra life is for giving back to others. And so as that has been the cornerstone of the company from its inception, it's easy to have a philanthropy and to run a philanthropy that is based upon a, com- a company's mission like that. Um, it's in our DNA, whether it's the for-profit company or whether it's a nonprofit philanthropy. We're both connected and committed to helping people live their lives as best as possible and to give back to the lives of others. As you said, again, this, this sort of is part of the inner workings of Medtronic. Certainly it is of, uh, of CAF America. You brought up the sustainable development goals, and I would like to uh, to go there now um, because I know that, uh, as, as you know, we're uh, heavily involved with uh, with that, uh, that global effort, as you are. Uh, but there's also planning for very serious employee engagement at Medtronic, um, across the board, because as you mentioned before, you have over 90,000 employees and you have a very strong global base. So, so I think that um, one one of our, um, my own personal aspirations when, is that when you look around the world and realize how large of a percentage of people live on as little as one dollar a day, um, when you even go up as high, so to speak, as ten dollars a day, you're talking about the vast majority of our planet. 
And so you realize that the majority of our human population, our human family, is living on bare means on a daily basis. Our 90,000 Medtronic employees are blessed, um, are, are doing a job that they really love and care for, that is contributing back to the world. And I believe that we each can easily contribute a dollar a day, whether whatever is our own local currency, and whether it's actually money, whether it's our energies, whether it's our innovations, or just our sheer will and strength, somehow or another, we can give the equivalent of a dollar a day um, to somebody else in time, treasure, or talent. And so with that as a sort of a backdrop and as an um, aspiration or goal for, the, for the, our entire family, we believe that we can turn all of that in toward the goals of the sustainable development goals. Um, the audience, I hope, knows that just a few months ago in September, the world leaders came together at the United Nations for the annual General Assembly meeting. And during that meeting, 17 new sustainable development goals, or we call them the global goals, were ratified unanimously, committing the world to work together in making sustainable development our focus and our commitment. Hopefully by 2030, 2035, we will have been able to attain these um, 17 aspirations. And we believe that one of the ways of making that possible is through corporate businesses enabling, allowing, and encouraging their employees to voluntarily contribute to the success of these 17 goals. Medtronic is committed to ensuring all of our employees have that opportunity, especially around goal three, which is focused around the attainment of good health and well-being. And so we commit ourselves, and we commit ourselves as a corporate body to do everything we can to make these 17 goals a reality. Well, we applaud you and others uh, for uh, taking on such a broad uh, mission to improve uh, life on this uh, planet. As, as you mentioned, the, the uh, UN's uh, uh, impact uh, and human impact uh, on this planet and uh, on each other. Uh, is the central theme of uh, these new sustainable development goals. Uh, Medtronic's philanthropic efforts, of course, um, have been underway for quite some time, and, but now this, this initiative that you have to, again, reach back to your roots, uh, the community development, the community aspect of, uh, of this philanthropy, um, I think will inspire others to take that approach. And I think these goals are so big and the need is so great that it will take that many philanthropic boots on the ground, if you will, um, to make that kind of effort a reality. Um, so tell us a little bit more about um, how all of that interacts um, with your office, because it's very clear uh, that what you're talking about is not a top-down uh, approach, but that the, these really become ingrained in each individual. Well, in fact, when you look at our global philanthropy and all of the global goals that we have committed Medtronic uh, to, both individually as well as more importantly as a partner, None of those global goals are attainable if they don't happen community by community by community. So we like to think of ourselves as a global philanthropy that's built upon 
community engagement and community, um, you know, results being delivered. And so that's one of our messages as the founding, one of the founding partners of Impact 2030, which is a global, you know, it's agreement uh, amongst corporations um, to be able to basically dedicate employee volunteerism toward reaching the sustainable development goals. We think that as Medtronic continues to work in the communities where it is known, where it is serving, and where it's a partner, if we can help to make sure that individuals who have had little or no access to health care can do so, can get across the barriers that have held them back. Sometimes it may be you know, barriers of transportation or barriers of um, knowledge or understanding about health care. Sometimes it may even be other kinds of um, political, social, economic um, barriers as well. But if we can help to not only help build better health care, we also have to build access to it by dealing with some of the what we call social determinants of health that really make a difference as to whether one has access or not. None of that can be done, Ted, um, in the United Nations building or at the World Health Assembly. All of this has to happen on the ground. And our employees, together with our serving partners, are what together you know can make that difference on a community level. When uh, we're going to take a very quick break, when we come back, I want to ask uh, to reach back to Professor Gale uh, and okay. to think of those that are listening today um, as to the one or two tips that you might provide to them if they also want to join you in this mission and they would like their companies and their employees uh, to also be inspired to do this, what can they learn from your experience so that they might be able to bring this to their own uh, philanthropic efforts? And we'll be right back. Remember, our podcasts and archives are always available 24 hours a day at capamerica.org. If you're listening today, our phone lines are open. Call in and ask a question by dialing 914-338-0855. Now, back to the Cap America Radio Network and our host, Ted Hart. And we're here with Dr. Jacob Gale, the Vice President of Medtronic Philanthropy. Um, So, uh, Professor Gale, uh, for those yes. who would like to learn from the wonderful experience that you have, but also the tremendous goals that you have set forward for Medtronic Philanthropy, what advice do you have for them if maybe they don't come from the same rich DNA? Okay, well, well, thanks. You know, first of all, I think that it's important for all of us to realize that and, and look a- along the course of history, whether people agree or not, one person can change the world. And if you look back at history, we could all probably name some of those one people who have made a lasting difference on this globe. So everybody potentially has a way of making a difference. The other side of it is that one person has never done it alone. Um, Even that one person has needed to have teams of people around them that have each contributed in some way or another to that one person's success. So again, whether you're the leader or the follower, there is a role to play. The other thing is to always remember that, um, you know, as much as we feel like we may not have something to contribute, there is always someone who needs more than, I mean, something from what we can give. And, And so there is no such thing as somebody who cannot contribute. There's something for each of us to do. 
So I always suggest that people first start, um, if you want to change the world, start first you know, within your own home, um, within your own community, within your sphere of influence. And believe it or not, our children are watching and are listening. Um, our neighbors are learning from us. Our communities are open to having exemplary people who can show them the way. So use whatever influence you have to get people to realize that um, the only way that we're going to make a difference in this world is if we look outside of ourselves and contribute to someone else. So whether it's five cents a day, whether it's a dollar a day, um, or you know whether it's 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 being able to volunteer on an organization, serve on a board, or just pick up the litter as you walk down the street. You know, there's something for everybody to be able to do to contribute to making tomorrow better than today. What what I like to talk about, I, I heard someone once mention, is that, you know, we can start today basically building the reputation that we want to have, um, you know, as sort of the forefathers of tomorrow. How do we want our legacy to be remembered? What I think I, I'm hearing you say is, uh, in the advice that you have for others, is to create the opportunity and model the uh, activity. So That's don't correct. don't look to others to to do this or instruct them or or uh, tell them that they should do this. But provide lots of opportunities, as you do through through your activities, where employees can be supported in those efforts. But they're not necessarily going to do that if they've never done that before or they've never seen it modeled. So what right. is the role of the corporate leadership, um, both at your headquarters and around the world, in mm -hmm. modeling the kinds of activities that you are supporting? So I think that corporations have a responsibility, responsibility to the communities where they are um, based and where they serve and where they thrive. I think corporations have a responsibility to the markets that they serve and that ultimately serve and support them as well. Um, so I think that corporations also have a responsibility to their employees. Um, what we're finding around the world is that employees these days, especially especially our millennial employees and post-millennial employees, people are expecting to be able to contribute to local and global issues right from their work desk, right from their workplace. Um, you know, it's not just about what I can do after my work hours. Employees these days really want to know that even during their day job, they're contributing to a better society. So I do think that it's not only the responsibility of the corporate leadership to make that possible, I just think it makes good business sense, let alone good social sense. So, so you know, Minneapolis is, I mean, um, Medtronic is, is operations are based in Minneapolis, where it was born and founded. And here in Minneapolis many decades ago, there was developed what was called the Keystone Compact. And that was a commitment by corporate leaders that a certain percentage of their pre-tax profit every year would be contributed to charitable purposes. And even today, the Keystone Compact remains. Companies either commit 5% minimum or 2% minimum of their um, U.S.-based profit. Medtronic has been leading the way with other partners to really start a new global Keystone Compact. And so we are committed 
to spend every year um, no less than 1.5% of our global um, profit in giving back to communities worldwide. We challenge other companies to do the same. We have uh, just over a minute left uh, uh, in our show today. It always goes so quickly. Uh, on the front lines of global health care, that's where you'll find Medtronic Philanthropy. Um, just wind it up today with your final message to our listeners today on what they can do to make a difference. So I think that what our listeners and our partners um, all around the world can do to make a difference is to realize that if we don't do it today, um, then, you know, we don't know what tomorrow is going to be like. We have to start today in making this difference. These sustainable development goals, you know, these were goals that were created by all of us around the world, not one for somebody else, but this is how we could work globally together. The opportunity in the corporate world to be able to incorporate doing good and doing well at the same time is a great opportunity for all of us really having this shared value approach to using our strength as a corporate leader to make the world a better place. The only way we're going to start is going to be by just making a decision today. I'm going to find a partner to do that. And whether it's a local NGO, whether it's our human resources department um, or somebody in our community, we've got to do it. And I think the last thing, Ted, is everything always works out better if we do it um, hand in hand. So find a partner. Well, we appreciate you being our partner, Dr. Jacob Gale, Vice President of Medtronic Philanthropy. Thank you for being my guest today here on the CAF America Radio Network. My pleasure. You've been listening to the CAF America Radio Network. Tell all your friends and colleagues to check out our production schedule. Sign up for our free newsletter and download our iPad and iPod-friendly podcasts at CAFAmerica.org. Thanks for listening to the Cap America Radio Network.